The four Gospels of the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they're all centered around the good news of Jesus Christ. Though the subject is the same, the storytelling is different for each writer. We know that the Gospel of Mark is the earliest writing, followed by Matthew, and then Luke, and then John. Without delving into a long history lesson, we know that the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, and Luke, they share material. And they tell the same story about Jesus, but you'll notice these nuances or differences in their approach, often uh, due to either the audience for which the writing was originally intended, or just <clears throat> by the background of the writer themselves. This week's uh, Gospel uh, comes from Luke, uh, which many agree emphasize uh, relationships, uh, especially the covenant between God and humanity through Abraham. But Luke also acknowledges the relationship between the people of Israel and the surrounding culture of the day, uh, especially the Roman Empire is very prevalent uh, in the Gospel of Luke. In this week's reading, we see this in this week's account of one of Jesus' miracles. Here's the story. Then Jesus and his disciples, they arrived at the country of the Gerasenes, which is opposite of Galilee. As he stepped out on land, a man of the city who had demons met him. For a long time he had worn no clothes, and he did not live in a house but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he fell down before him and shouted at the top of his voice, What do you have to do with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles, but he would break the bonds and be driven by the demon into the wilds. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion, for many de demons had entered him. They begged him not to order them to go back into the abyss, for there on the hillside a large herd of swine was feeding, and the demons begged Jesus to let them enter these, so he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and enter, entered the swine, and the herd rushed down a steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When the swineherds saw what had happened, they ran off and told it in the city and in the country. And then the people came out to see what had happened. And when they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Those who had seen it told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had been gone begged that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home, and declare how much God has done for you. So he went away proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. This story uh, takes place in the three Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Uh, they share this story. And interesting, interestingly, uh, Matthew's text calls the place the uh, Gadarenes, and Mar Mark and Luke, they agree on Gerasenes. Potato, patata, I guess. Same idea. And while many focus on the actual miracle itself in the story, i.e. the casting of demons from the man into the herd of pigs, 
Uh, this week I'd like to focus on uh, some of the little clues and that give us an idea of where Jesus is, what his surroundings were, and maybe even the intent of the writer. In this episode, uh, we can positively say that Jesus is in Gentile territory. And how do I know this? Well, a big giveaway is the herdsmen were keeping pigs. Not something you value or keep around if you're a person who considers this species an unclean animal. Also, the location of the city was on the opposite side of the Sea of Galilee, from where Jesus conducted much of his ministry. Additionally, as I've mentioned before, each gospel has its own little nuance and audience. And there's a strong possibility here that Luke is writing to a Gentile community. A small clue is the use of the word legion to describe the demon-possessed man. This word, uh, describing a formation in the Roman military machine, is something that a, gen- that a Gentile audience would be readily familiar with in Roman uh, society. We also have a story of Jesus, the Messiah, and also a Jew, primarily ministering to the children of Abraham, going to a Gentile city, which I may add is the only time this happens in Luke. The rest of the time he's in Israel. Perhaps in doing this, Luke's Gentile audience, a group of people who are outside the covenant of Abraham, with Abraham, they are being told of Jesus reaching out to the Gentile world, saying, this grace is also for you. This healing is also for you. My life, suffering, and death is also for you. Once I was showing the illustration of a small dot on a large sheet of blank paper. I was asked, what do you see? I responded, a small dot. The instructor said, I see a white sheet of paper. This gospel's lesson does this. We often focus on the pigs and the demons, or the dot per se. What we should be focusing is on the larger sheet of paper, or grace. This is the answer to all things for us as people of God. We, like the man in the story, a Gentile, experience the grace of Jesus Christ. And as this man was instructed by Jesus, we too go into the world to make known the news of the gospel in our community.